BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Level 3, this is Sports Rage. I am Morenci. The pips, the players, the hustlers, the people, the bustler, but everybody else in between. Man, I got to tell you, man, I was going to say that it's almost like being in school again, but I didn't really, you know, I didn't pay a lot of attention in school. I can't lie to you and tell you that uh, that I studied a whole hell of a lot either, to be honest uh, with you. I did spend a lot of time, uh, I did spend a lot of time scheming ways around studying, which it probably would have been easier for me just to study, but it's one of these deals like, all right, the Super Bowl is like an exam, and it is true, and you're going to hear this. I'm not going to be one of these people who's going to tell you, well, I don't bet the Super Bowl just because it's the Super Bowl, right? No, it's the Super Bowl. You want to have fun with it, and it's the last football game of the year. You want to end with a win, right? You want to end with a win. Like, you know, we were talking about that earlier, just about betting the hockey um, NHL teams trying to end with a win, right? You want to end, you know, you're betting, you want to end with a win. You're playing, you know, you want to you know, you want to end with a win, Right? I have much fonder memories of Super Bowls that I've won. Look, I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. The Bills never win the Super Bowl, right? So I don't have good Super Bowl memories. My only good Super Bowl memories actually are of, oh, yeah, that Super Bowl, I won a lot of money. And it's sort of a tug of, tug of war. I've been on a little bit of a better run, actually, in Super Bowls. And it's pretty crazy, but I can tell you, I can tell you where I was I can tell you where I was and who I had in the game and how much I had on it. Like for every Super Bowl, pretty much. Like I can't tell you to the exact dollar and cent, but I, I sort of know, like, yeah, I had a lot on that. I didn't know oh, that did. I won. I lost. I got killed. Last year, we did well. We won. Uh, last year, we had Odell Beckham at 9-1 to to be the first touchdown score of the game. We had the Rams and a bunch of money line parlays. We had it teased and stuff. So we did well last year, but it wasn't it wasn't like my most. like It wasn't like, oh, yeah, I like murdered that one. Tampa Bay, Kansas City, I remember 
Uh, I lost. I lost. I had Kansas City. Look, so that's another thing, too. So Kansas City, Kansas City, this is their... Uh, Kansas City beat San Francisco 31-20. They lost 31-9 to Tampa Bay. Interesting. I'm just thinking out loud here, and this is what happens when you have two weeks uh, with one game to look at. But And we're all looking for always some sort of correlation. I'm just saying, Patrick Mahomes has played in two Super Bowls. 31 has been the winning score in both of them. All right, <laughs> this, let me let, let all right, let's check 31. And, and I'm not kidding. So Mahomes is so what the, he scored 31 in a lot, you know. So 31 seems to be the key number in a Chiefs Super Bowl. 31. That anger management class continues. This is Fortress. I am Gable Brenzi. The Pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people, the bustle, and everybody else in between. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, wherever you may be this evening. Countdown to kickoff continues the big game. We've got Steve Merrill going to join us in a couple of minutes. We'll talk some uh, Super Bowl props and some college basketball. We're taking a look at Super Bowl history in the past. And I don't know about you, but I am Gable Morenci, Sirius XM Channel 159. Yet, if it wasn't for sports, I really would be very, very bad as far as remembering things and remembering years and remembering anything. I sort of, like, I remember my life through sports, right? Like, I can look back on a Super Bowl and go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, man. I was living in Vegas, right? I was at, uh, I was at Palace Station doing a show, right? Like, for almost, like... A lot of these Super Bowls, I look, it's like, all right, Mandalay Bay, Palace Station. <laughs> We're sort of, I'm like, yeah, we did the show there. Did the show, oh, yeah, San Francisco, Kansas City, San Francisco. We did the show live at FanDuel at uh, MetLife Stadium. We did the show live at uh, FanDuel. Last year, we were on, uh, we were on Media Row all, uh, all week uh, last year. For last year's Super Bowl, I remember last year my big memory of the Super Bowl is nailing, is going on a Pat McAfee show, uh, and there was like a quarter of a you know million. It was like two hundred twenty-five thousand people watching or something like that live, if not more. And I nailed uh, Odell Beckham. I didn't give like anyone else. I said Odell Beckham will score the first touchdown of the Super Bowl. It was like a mic drop, and then boom, he did. So I was just happy about that. Uh, last year, but you sort of remember, you know, you remember, you know, your life through championships and sports events. It's pretty crazy when you're a diehard sport fan. And looking back on these Kansas City Chief Super Bowls, they were completely different, right? They were never in the game against uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay punched them in the mouth, suffocated them, and won 31 9. Kansas City beat San Francisco 31-20. Moral of the story, 31 has been the number in both of Mahomes' Super Bowl. Steve Merrill joins us next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that the U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut. If you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Series XM channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Shout out to our AM radio affiliates wherever you may be this evening, including in Dallas, Fort Worth, 97.1. The Freak. Let's bring in Steve Merrill right now. Wager Talk. Dot com countdown to Super Bowl 57 continues. People are already breaking down the props from the coin tosses to the national anthem to uh, what color jersey wins more Super Bowls and whether it means anything. Steve Merrill breaks it all down. How you doing tonight, Steve? Doing well, Gabe. And it, you know, yeah, normally this is kind of the quiet before the storm, the off week. But you know, you and I were talking that the props are out sooner than ever, and it's not a surprise because there's more props on every regular season game and playoff game than in recent history. So it's kind of like you know, the Super Bowl prop sheet 20 years ago, 25 years ago when we started it was like the the rarity all season. Now it's just like a normal nor- normal week of the football season, basically. Yeah, the the Superbook, um, the Westgate, the Hilton, the LVH, <laughs> whatever. It's had a million names over the years, but it used to be a big deal. The Golden Nugget to Tony Miller over to Golden Nugget, and it would be a big deal, like you said, that they would release Super Bowl props like on Thursday night of the bye week type of thing. So like you know, in a couple of nights, uh, a couple of days from now, we would have props, but. It's almost, I almost, I don't wish like it was like it was before. I like the the immediateness of everything now, but it's so fast now, Steve, that if you blink, you miss it, right? It's that fast. And, you know, they had player props up and total yard receptions and passing yards and everything. Basically, like in the overnight Sunday night hours, and by the time Monday morning arrived, like, you know, there was like full slate of props up already. And it's tough because you go right from the games right into these props. Now, not all of them have moved, but the fact is, you know, you could argue we've already missed the boat, actually, to be honest. Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, there's also more public action than ever, especially with the the sports books in 30 different states now. Um, Because, yeah, like you talked about, you know, it used to be like one or two Vegas casinos would set the prop sheets, you know, like a week out. And then all the media and the networks would talk about these crazy Super Bowl props, like a guy total rushing yards. You know, now it's like normal. Um, So we'll see. I mean, I think the sharp money obviously comes in early, uh, but we'll see which way the public plays this stuff. And I think there's so much recreational money and there will still find some spots. Well, this is why 
this is why, and I was talking about this the other night, that it's it's trickier now in today's day and age, number one, to predict which way point spreads are going to move. Right. In any in any given game, really, you know, specifically the NFL though, and whether it actually means anything. Because the public mass and the the public volume is just so much larger uh, than it used to be, right? So, like, the so-called sharp plays could get swallowed up by the the overwhelming mass public. And, you know, like you just said, 30-plus states, Steve, you know, it wasn't like that before, right? You had Atlantic City and, and Nevada and a bunch of bookies and offshores. It's, you know, it's a, it's a brand-new market right now. So I never really know what to make when I see a number move, like— you know, so what? Does that mean that 3 million people just bet on it? You know what I mean? Does it really mean that it meant anything? And I think in today's day and age, it means less and less. I agree. And there's also less of a divide between sharps and squares. I mean, there's more, you know, the public is more informed than they've ever been. Um, and we've talked about this with like the NFL preseason, right? You know, when you and I started 25 years ago, it was about trying to find out who's which quarterbacks were playing, what coaches wanted to play their starters. You know, we get the newspapers off. That's in Nevada. because of shows like this right. and handicappers and, yeah. and media well, the internet. Outlets, you're right. Yeah, and the internet mainly. I mean, obviously, you know, we in the late 90s, we were able to read the online papers. But back in the early 90s, I know Malinsky probably told you stories of guys waiting at McCarran Airport to get the newspapers off outbound flights to like literally get information about, you know, like local newspapers. Um, so yeah, the information is there for everyone now. It's the same thing with the financial markets. I mean, everyone for the most part has the information now too. It's a matter of what you do with it. Um, and that's where I think the skill of handicapping comes in maybe more than ever and matchups, you know, and analysis and digging between the lines. But yeah, I mean, the the average recreational better is very informed. And I think you're right. There, there's not a huge difference now between sharp and square action. No, it's true. You know, and you know, the late great Dave Malinsky told me he used to go to um he used to go to Florida for like spring training in the old days. Like so for like Grapefruit League baseball and absolutely crush it and get all kinds of inside information. Yet there was no need to do it after, right? Once the internet like really became predominant. All the information was available to everybody, including the odds makers, right? In the old days, the odds makers didn't know things. I mean, I remember like, you know, Steve, like growing up, I'm, I've always been a Bills fan, but I used to order like the, the Bills newsletter and stuff. And, you know, you get the updates from training camp and it was always like a week after it happened or two weeks after it happened, if you were lucky. Nowadays, man, you know, guy misses a, a, you know, guy misses a block in practice or misses a pass. It's on Twitter. There's a video of it, right? Like we know everything. Like you said, the general public has never had as much information as they do now. Right. And I, I like it though, in a way, because first of all, it's a lot harder to try to get information, especially without the internet and, you know, without having sources and the lines were softer back then in the eighties and the nineties, when I started in the nineties, when you started, you know, the lines were softer and shoot, I remember, you know, when the internet books started in the late nineties, you could routinely find two or three point differences in lines for basketball games every night. I mean, you could just, yeah, that them. is true. You're right. And, and you know, it's funny, Gabe, like, you know, I've been doing this so long now, like it's hard to remember that even, but like you could literally have two different accounts and get minus four and a half plus seven on the same game. I mean, you could just middle them. You'd even have to handicap them. And now it's hard to even find a half point difference. Um, so in that's Canada, down- Steve. In Canada, they've sports betting's been legal in Canada forever. Like uh, gambling is is not a taboo, uh, you know. And so it hasn't. It's never been in like the the government owns casinos. Like they run casinos. They've been doing it for years. But they've had parlay. 
They've been taking bets for like 30, 40 years, Steve, essentially. Let's say about 30 plus years, okay? Of like, uh, but they weren't stupid. I guess sort of like Delaware. They made you play a parlay. <laughs> so, right? They were like, yeah, we'll take your bet, but, you know, and they got better at it over the years, Steve. They added props and different sports, but it was always, you know, minimum two games. And the odds weren't generally as good as what you would get from, you know, from an online, you know, place. And in the old days, an offshore place. But what they would do, Stephen, it was amazing. And it lasted. This was for a couple of years until they finally got crushed so many times. They would, like, release the the point spread, Steve, and leave the numbers up. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, they would, like, so they would release this on, like, Wednesday for Sunday's games. It's sort of like the super contest. Correct. Exactly what I was going to say. So it's sort of the same thing, exact same thing. But when you're talking about for real money, you're really opening yourself up, Steve. And as you stated in those days, there was like a kind of a discrepancy between point spreads at times, right? Local markets was another thing. That's another thing that's a miss, Steve, the local market thing, right? And in the old days, it used to be, it used to be real. Right, that like okay, maybe in Reno they're charging a little bit more for the Niners, than or you know the Yankees will cost more, but these systems are so dialed in together. And I checked the other day, Steve. We were going over the numbers, and I it was we you know was, we I did this actually, in which I checked like five, seven different states for the Super Bowl to see. All right, let's see regionally about New Jersey's number. Okay, what are they saying in um, what are they saying in Nevada? Well, what are they saying in Ohio? I sort of flew it around all over the place. And I got to tell you, it was the same damn thing everywhere, Steve. They didn't have a different number like the books in different states. Right. Well, there's a couple of reasons for that, of course, why this has all changed. First of all, it's, you know, there probably is more Eagle money coming from New Jersey betters. But the thing is, there's also some sharp betters there. And anybody who knows what they're doing, if they see a bad line, they're going to take the other side and then play it elsewhere and try to middle it or side it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's too easy now to do that. Back in the day when you had to call swear, up- Steve. You know, I'd, I'd metal. I was doing the show at MetLife, MetLife every day. I swear to God, the numbers were worse for the Yankees and stuff in the Mets. Huh. You'd be amazed. Like New Yorkers are very negative people. They would bet against well, the, like they would bet against the home team. You'd think like, oh no, it must be like more. And like at times, I'd be like, no, it's actually more in Vegas. Like everyone's betting against them. Like they're they're nut jobs here. Uh, same with the Giants. But it's a fascinating new market that we're in. Uh, we'll we'll start to take a look at some of the trends and props on the other side with Steve Merrill. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. 
the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Live from the MGM Sportsbook from the stadium. Um, they actually have a sportsbook, very similar to actually the setup in New York, in which at, uh, at MetLife, except this is actually closer. MetLife is is not that close. Like it's such a massive complex that it's actually not that close. This sportsbook um, in in Arizona is actually close to the stadium, so um, we're, we're looking forward to it. One thing that we will not be able to bet on though at the sportsbook will be the national anthem prop, Steve. People like to have a lot of fun with this one. You and I have bet this in the past. I have bet it less over the years, and this goes back to what we were talking about moments ago with the um, purification, <laughs> the legalization and purification of the of the sports betting industry. They don't take it, right? I don't know why. It's stupid. They should. It's, you know what I mean? Like, really? You know, I don't they think something nefarious is going to happen, but it's one of those deals that a legalized main most mainstream, I don't know, maybe there's one state and every state's always different, right, Steve? I mean, some states don't allow college football props. Some do, right? Like there's they still have like there's still state by state issues, but for the most part, Steve, the national anthem thing is more of an exotic thing that people talk about, but I haven't betted in years, to be honest. Yeah, I think a lot of it is a regulation thing. I mean, I know either here in the state of Virginia, they legalized sports betting the second year they could, and then they had to quickly that following summer make some amendments because uh, the Olympics were coming up last year, and the way it was worded or whatever, they couldn't have like amateur betting. The Olympics somehow fell into that category or something, even though they're you know professionals now. My guess would be that the states that could allow you would think they'd want to do it because. I mean, shoot, you know, some of these books refund wagers even when they're not wins, you know, just to, for good PR reasons. So I know there's a lot of we, we've seen the, the notes, you know, they put the disclaimer in that it's the first time they say the word free or brave, whatever the last word is, you know, instead of the second time, because we've had some debates on when the national anthems actually end it. But once again, if you keep the limits low enough, it's good publicity for the books. But with that said, as you're saying, the props are so mainstream now that the books don't really need the publicity anymore because everyone's talking about this stuff already. And people don't, you know, it's more for entertainment purposes anyways. I can, listen, I I think it's it's naive of them anyways that they live in some sort of bubble that they think that, you know, with some states that they, you can't bet on the local college team, right? And they think that what, like it's somebody couldn't get to them and just drive across the border and place a bet if, if that's what you're worried about, right? And, but no, you know what I mean? It's not like... Um, it's not like Beyonce or whoever the hell is singing the national anthem is going to take a dive. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? For the $500 bet limit. Yeah, yeah. For what? The prop limit? Like, and for the record, this year, it's uh, Chris Stapleton. I don't know if he's in your, your playlist. Chris Stapleton is singing the national anthem. Rihanna is the halftime show, which has been uh, often discussed, but Chris Stapleton is a, a country. Country artist and an eight-time Grammy Award winner, Steve. 
And the other thing, as you know, with YouTube and stuff, I mean, it's not like YouTube wasn't around 10 years ago, but it's so prevalent now that, you know, everyone's going to research every national anthem he's sung. And these yeah, yeah, but you know what? This is actually pretty, pretty good. I don't know if they did this deliberately. He's never done the national anthem before. Oh, I love it. You know, Gabe, it's funny you say that. <laughs> he's because... never done it. Like, I'm already on top of it. Just for everyone who wants to bet it. We cover everything for everybody. Just have some fun with it. But for the record, people have like, he's never done the national anthem anywhere before. You know the guy that actually it could have been a problem. I was thinking Anita Baker did the Eagles game, but then they had a, a retired Navy officer do the Kansas City game last week, the AFC Championship, and I was thinking that's pretty cool actually, just doing a normal like military person instead of some star. But then I'm thinking to myself now, if there's ever anybody that maybe would fix it, it'd be somebody that's like retired military and doesn't have a huge income. So I, I guess it's a good <laughs> thing that we have a superstar. That just occurred to me now. I was telling it's someone too earlier today. Too much of today, a conspiracy theory. Yeah, you know, I was telling much someone earlier today, I was Come like, on. I wish they would use like a military guy for the actual Super Bowl. I think that'd be a cool thing to do. And I was thinking it'd be hard to research it because we wouldn't be able to find his previous anthems. But now as I'm thinking about it, that actually could cause some problems maybe. I guess if they really wanted some funny business. Yeah, you know what, though? To be honest with you, the NFL could give two craps if, like, all those offshore books lost a ton of money on the national anthem. It's not there. Yeah, and actually, it's, I'd like to see a retired military guy make a little extra. It wouldn't be the worst thing. Uh, yeah, Steve's uh, Steve's really thinking outside the box. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't military thinking that either. Throw, throw no, that's, anthem. <laughs> that, that's crazy. Can you imagine if it, like, you know, if he carries that note an extra 20 seconds at the end? You'd have to, you'd have to bet the over. In fact, that'd be a great over bet, Gabe, because it'd be so easy – just like when the NBA officials fix the over by calling fouls, right? It's much Put easier it to way, stretch though, the song out, don't you think? No, but this is where you need to know. And this, I told, uh, I told Sheriff Patton this the other yeah, day. The two-minute window for commercials, right? We talked about that. Yeah, <laughs> like basically, and another thing is, they're like, on the clock. Yeah, you're way on the clock, and we're talking about like you know, three point four million dollar, thirty-four, you know, thirty-second ads and stuff, Steve. So they're not right. playing around. And you know, if you wanted to go rogue, okay. But you'd be blackballed. You'd be blackballed. Yeah, I think two event. minutes is kind of the magic window, don't you? Yeah. Well, in fact, the the number for recreational purposes only, and they're not stupid actually. They made it one one nineteen point five. Right. And for those math challenged out there, it's one twenty is two minutes. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah, they're they were pretty slick on that because there is that sort of. But I'll tell you what, they want the two minute window to introduce you and to get you out. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They want like they don't doesn't mean you have two minutes. It means I think recent years have been quicker, don't you, Gabe? I'd have to. I, I had a spreadsheet when you and I used to dig into this. I had a spreadsheet for like yeah, the, yeah. The, the, from what I'm I read sure last year, the last few years. I got to go back and check. I think it's la, been faster. Last year, the guy sped through it and, yeah. and upset people. <laughs> he blazed his way. How funny would that too. be if you're fixing it? If, if you bet on the under and you fix it, just speed read it like the FedEx, the old FedEx commercial guy. That'd be but the thing is, like these guys are more concerned with if I don't screw this up, I'm going to sell two million records. They don't care about your bet, you right? I mean, or their bet, their careers on the line. Well, here's right? another angle to it. We we talked about this with Alicia Keys when she did it because of piano. I thought it'd be slower. I think it went over a lot, by the way. Um, country singer. Country's usually a little slower, don't you think? A little more drawn out? No, and we can't overthink it, but we will. But no, I think country is more a quicker type of thing. But not carrying the notes as long, so you might be right in that yeah, regard. Yeah, yeah, Christina Aguilera went long. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, well, they, yeah, like a diva. <laughs> yeah, like any kind of diva. You yeah, be- someone that's going to stretch it and really, yeah. And someone that's like a major star that really doesn't care about your two minutes. And if I'm going 213, I'm going 213. Right, like Whitney or something, but who the hell is Chris Stapleton? 
right? I don't think this guy's going to, you know, go in there and say, oh, yeah, the NFL can suck it. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm I don't think like carrying any notes. That's a good point. But country's yeah, slower. Country. So I, 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 For I'm the home kind of, of the brave. Country. You know what I mean? It'll be more sort of. I'm saying 120. I make the over under 120. That's a sharp number. 119 is a sharp number. For the record, the, the people, the psychos that are already into this thing, and um, they think it's going under. <laughs> Just for the record. The they short think, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. The guys that actually, and it was what Stephen O, I'll give him credit, people that have actually like done the research and said they can't find anything and had the history of the 119 and like, you know, like you said, the two minute thing is even that used to be a secret, right? Everything's out there. Everything knows. Everybody knows everything now. <laughs> it's annoying. Okay, Steve. So, speaking of knowing everything, this is actually who knows about this one. Although, I thought tonight there were some short point spreads with home teams in college basketball. And then you look at this spot here with Providence and Xavier. You know, classic. This is, you know, defense versus offense. You know, Xavier going to want to push the tempo and get into the 80s. And Providence, Steve, 13-0 and when keeping teams under 73 or less. So they know what their recipe is. But we've got a good Big East matchup here at 6.30 Eastern time on Wednesday with Providence and Xavier at Xavier. Yeah, it's the only uh, true head-to-head top 25 matchup tomorrow on Wednesday. So um, it's the biggest game of the night. And um, Xavier coming off a bad performance at Creighton. Not only did they give up 84 points, they gave up 57% shooting. Uh, so it does look like a bounce-back spot. I always like to play good teams off, you know, a, a bad outing. Meanwhile, Providence off three straight wins and covers uh, two at home, though, and they were at Villanova. We've talked about how Villanova's really down this year. So on the surface, it looks like a good setup for Xavier. And, of course, uh, Providence, the second luckiest team in the country last year, but they're 17-5 and five and have a really good season this year as well. So Creighton was a team that a lot of people like coming into the year as somewhat of a dark horse. They They underachieved early. Some people are buying in that they're starting to turn a corner. Uh, right now, but they're still a one and four road team. Georgetown, obviously a terrible basketball team. One and nine in their last 10 games. We discussed their big win last week against yeah. DePaul, Steve. Uh, but they are five and five ATS, and we always talk about the market and, uh, and all that. Is this too many points to be giving Georgetown? Yeah, it's funny. When we were on last week, I'd actually had that best bet at wagertalk.com on uh, Georgetown. I thought that was a good spot. I didn't necessarily think they were turning the corner. Uh, they're actually not a bad offensive team. They're really bad defensively. And that's been a lot. You know, we talk about Villanova regressing this year. They're like 100 points worse uh, ranking-wise point, 100 positions worse in the rankings defensively. Uh, Georgetown's in the 260s efficiency. Um, so it is hard to trust them against a good opponent. Creighton's off of four straight wins, three straight covers. You do worry about a little bit of a flat spot here, though. As I mentioned, that big win against Xavier. Uh, they also have a home game against Villanova. I know Villanova's not as strong this year, but it's still a big-name team. You could see them overlooking this game against Georgetown, and maybe that's enough for the Hoyas to hang in this number. And, you know, we always talk about having backdoor cover potential in football. I do prefer better offensive teams. And once again, Georgetown's bad defensively, but they can actually score at times. So I think they could sneak within the number. Steve Merrill. All right, Steve, we've got like uh, 30 seconds on the way out uh, here, actually. Pittsburgh and North Carolina tomorrow. Pittsburgh have been on a on a nice ATS run this year, Steve. 15-6-1 against the spread on the season. 13-9 and to the over, getting 8.5. Uh, Chapel Hill. Yeah, you know, you keep thinking about what well, North Carolina is really down this year, right? Because they were a fi- the finals team last year, but there's currently 31st in the Ken Palm. That would be like an eight seed, and that's exactly what they were in last year's tournament. So I'm not ready to write off the Tar Heels yet. I think they're going to make a move at some point. Steve Merrill, find him on uh, Twitter at Steve Merrill, wagertalk.com. Thanks for the time, Steve. Thanks, Gabe. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Sports Rage Late Night continues. I am Gable Moranzi. Thanks to Steve Merrill for kicking it with us. And if you are crazy enough to want to bet on the National Anthem prop, and I don't hold it against you, I've done it before in the past. My my deal with the National Anthem prop is, number one, is most reputable books don't have it. I'm not saying that everyone that has it isn't reputable, but it's it's not sanctioned, right? It's, it's not sanctioned by, by any state. So it's, it, let's just call it off what it is. It's an offshore, it's an offshore bet, and it's a talking point. But let's be real, it's the Super Bowl, and people are betting on everything, everything. People are betting on the color Gatorade and stuff that's going to get dumped on the on the coach. So, but my deal with the national anthem is there's no value to it, right? The, so it's you know the people love every year. I've been doing this a long time, right? Every year. And my first Super Bowl, my first Super Bowl was actually the uh, the Patriots and the Rams when uh, Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl. So put it that way, right? I've been covering these Super Bowls a long time, and you know, and people like to have fun with this stuff every year. And like I said, I've bet it before. I've used to, I've bet big money on this stuff, but I bet on WrestleMania before as well. I bet on the Royal Rumble. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not naive. There's a number, you know, if you want to bet on something, there's a number for it, right? And the number is um, is uh, 119.5 seconds. So, in other words, it's 0.5 seconds under two minutes for the national anthem. And I will admit this, and you know, I'm usually, I actually do know music. And I like all types of music, so I don't, I'm not like, oh, I don't know because it's this type of guy, but I'm not going to lie to you. I don't listen to a ton of country music, 
I like, like, you know what I mean? I like the old school, like, I'm drunk and angry country music, but, like, the new country pop type stuff in this, you know. I'm, I don't know. So I, I don't even know who the hell Chris Stapleton is. Like, honestly, I was like, I don't know, Chris Stapleton. The guy's won eight Grammys before, though, for whatever it's worth. <laughs> so he's won, he's won eight Grammys uh, before. His rendition of Tennessee Whiskey is regarded as some of his best works. Yeah, it sounds like he should be good then. Tennessee Whiskey, I, I like the sound of it. But I can tell you the average length of the last five Super Bowl national anthems has been 119 seconds. So you can break it down all you want. right? We can talk this singer and that. And for the record, too, he's never sang the national anthem anywhere. He's never done a national anthem at any like. There's no. There's no like. Some sometimes there's a um, there's a benchmark. So you're caught up to date with the national anthem prop. I don't judge you for betting it. My only deal is I don't think there's any value to it. There's no value to it because as I stated, they basically they don't want you going over two minutes, right? They've got two minutes, and they'd prefer if. The two minutes means they introduce you and get you out within two minutes. Time is money, right? Time is money. And, you know, we're talking about commercial spots that are costing millions of dollars. And they're not down with, you know, they're, they're, they're patriotic to a length. You know what I'm saying? They're patriotic, but they're not five minutes patriotic. Right, like, and as I said to Steve Merrill, if you're just joining us, if you're some like mega superstar and you just don't care, well, whatever, you're gonna do what you want, right? Another thing is too, there's only so long you can go with this song. So, like I said, the sports books aren't dumb; they've got it figured out. It's 119.5 seconds. The average duration of the last five Super Bowl national anthems, 119 seconds. My only thing is, and as a musician. I will tell you, from my own personal knowledge of music, and um, if you're really betting this, is country country singers don't stretch things out. I would expect it to be intense and good and stuff, but I bet you he gets in and out in like a buck fifty-three, a buck fifty or something, a buck fifty-three, maybe one fifty-five, one fifty-one, one you know, in that range. So, you know what? Maybe there is value. This is just me speaking out loud to you. And I see people in our chat have been talking about it, and people are gonna—they're gonna bring it up. Hey, Marenzi, what do you? I've already been asked about. It. What do you think of the national anthem? The coin toss is another one. The coin toss—I won't lie, I, I enjoy the coin toss prop only because I'm just a pure degenerate, though, and I don't mind the getting the party started right with the, getting the party started. With a $500 coin toss bet. It's like, all right, ooh, that'll like, it's sort of like a cold shower. That'll wake you up. Like, if you're not fired up for the Super Bowl, right? It's like, if you're not fired up for the Super Bowl, it's like, uh, it's like my friend said to, uh, to a girl at the blackjack table in Vegas once. And it was um, sitting there and she said, yeah. It's it's too cold in here. And he looked at her. He goes, "You're not betting enough, <laughs> right? You want to." So it's a similar situation, right? It's a very similar situation. You want to get like it's like that. You know what I mean? You want to get power slapped? Bet five hundred bucks, or do the Wayne Gretzky special, fifty k, fifty k. 
That is just a random degenerate bet. There, there's been a, there's been a pattern to it and a streak to it and stuff. But I will tell you this though. I might change my mind on this, but I think I'm gonna bet on heads. And I always bet on tails. I used to flip coins with my drunk buddies and the guys in my band and stuff for like we'd flip a quarter for a twenty dollar bill. Sometimes we just flipped a damn bill, right? Like, or like, and when we got really drunk, that's when the hundreds would come out. And I don't know if you've ever done that, Matthias. It's sort of like making it rain. So, like, basically, like, instead of, like, flipping a coin or something, you basically just take the bill, the $100 bill, and you just throw it high in the air. Well, if you really want to make it fun, do it. Like, you know, with your buddy sometime, get a fan going and stuff. So, like, the money starts blowing around in the air. The only do it with like a bill, you know what I mean? The hundred dollar bill is blown around in the air, and whatever side it lands on, right? You call it like type thing. So I've done that before. So I'm not adverse to like uh, coin tosses, but I've always been a big, big tails guy, right? I've always been like people. The heads never fails, like uh, and tails never fails, and all this type stuff. It's like yeah, whatever, right? Lou Holtz actually did it. You know, I'll, I'll credit Lou Holtz for a crazy old man. He does have some good one-liners. And Lou Holtz was once, like, actually did it on a plane. He figured, why not? We have a long plane ride, so let's just see what happens with the coin toss. And um, I think, I don't know, he flipped the coin. They flipped the coin. He had people on a plane. They flipped the coin, like, 2,000 times or something. They wanted to see, like, if there was an edge. And I think they did. I think he, I think it was, like, 51% or something. But it could have been random, right, on on that plane ride. So there's some degenerate stuff. Listen, for me, and I can't, this is, you know, this is on a more serious note. Don't think that anything that you like in this Super Bowl is a stone-cold lock. I've made the mistake before. I wish I didn't. I wish that these are, this is something I wish I was just saying as lip service. But trust me, I've been there. I've had some very dark and depressing post-Super Bowl losses. And not even just for my Buffalo Bills, which were very dark and depressing. Right? But that was like, you know, it was like losing money and you're a fan. But I put, you know, and it's strange because... Each Super Bowl is different. I've matured. Basically, I learned my lesson. So, number one, that's the one thing. It took me, and, like, basically, full disclosure, I lost, like, $23,000 on one Super Bowl. And it was depressing as hell. And it caused, like, a domino effect, Matthias. You know that I didn't miss a show for, like, nine straight years, and I missed a show after that Super Bowl? Because I was so distraught. I was so distraught after the Super Bowl ended that um, I ended up getting to the airport late. Like, I wasn't, like, so distraught I couldn't do the show. Like, I got, like, I got screwed over. But it was my own fault. Like, I can't, like, I was, like, after the game ended, I was, like, this is a nightmare. And I wasn't in the best of moods. I'll put it that way. So I basically did what any smart person would do after you lose all that money. Hit the tables. 
So I hit the tables, right? It was after the Super Bowl, and I looked up, and I was like, all right, I've got... I don't know, I've got three hours or something. I've like or two and a half. It was sort of one of those, I've got time, but I don't have a ton of time, but I got a little time here. And and I, I remember I was starting to win. Like I won back like two thousand dollars like quickly playing blackjack. And I was like, all right, all right, let's keep this going. But I was really like I was flipped out. I was looking I kept looking and it was one of those I'm sure everyone someone's done it in Vegas and you missed the plane. It was one of those like I kept looking at the clock and looking at the clock and I was like, all right, all right, I can, all right, I think I can spare another like 10, 15. And finally, it it was a disaster. It was the Carolina, it was the Cam Newton Denver Super Bowl. That was a really bad one. Another really bad one was, um, that one was at the stratosphere. The other really bad one was um, San Francisco and Baltimore. San Francisco and Baltimore. For whatever reason, I don't know why. Like I said, like, you know what I mean? I used to be younger and, like, really crazy. I mean, I used to, I'm still kind of whatever, but <laughs> I'm still crazy by normal people's standards. But, I, you know, like, I used to do, like, really crazy things. And every once in a while, there'd be a Super Bowl. Like, I don't do it every year. It wasn't like, oh, I'm betting. I should note, though. I should note. When I lost the, the 23K, it was the year we finished eighth place in the Super Contest. So I did actually win. Like, you know, we won a ton of money. We won all the money in the Super Contest. And I crushed the playoffs. That's why I got cocky, right? Remember our team, but we split like $55,000. And this is what? So it was 2000. 15 I think so yeah it even sounds like more money then you know what I mean so but I got like seven sixteen thousand or whatever seventeen thousand dollars and I got it on like a Friday night and the wild card games were like in the morning and I went nuts with it I was like you know what I got like 17 and I, I put like 12 down on like these wild card games and I won so basically Matthias I got really 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 cocky after like you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, just finish an eighth place in a super contest and just, you know, just tagged him for all his money. And, you know, I went up to the window and I was betting like 4000 a game and stuff. You know, not monster. You know what I mean? I'm not the highest rolling. It was like, I was, you know, you know I was betting too much, but because I was winning, but it built up my tolerance to, you know what? Let's put 20 down on it. Yeah. Why didn't you die for the ball, Cam? <laughs> the ball. Bro! Premium! SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah. 
the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Thanks to Mike Tenier. Andrew McInnes, Steve Merrill. So moral of the story on the way out. It is the Super Bowl. Enjoy it. Bet it, you know, within what, you know, you normally do. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a Monday night football game. It's like, you know what I mean? That's what it, It's a primetime game. That's what this is. It's a primetime game, right? And... We all bet a lot on the prime time. You know what I mean? I'm talking about, you know, you bet the first touchdown score prop. All right. You normally do that anyways. I'm just saying don't start going crazy and betting 50 million different props of like, oh, they, 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 they usually don't have this. It's some exotic this and that and all this. They're going to catch you with the juice in the end. They want you to bet the moderate. Put it this way. Do you think, you think they're putting up 4,000 different props because it's going to hurt them? Right. No, you'll notice, like, well, you know what I mean? I'll be honest with you. There's going to be more money to be made with the XFL in two weeks than there is the Super Bowl. Because the XFL, they don't know what the hell they're doing. All right? They have no idea. This, they know what they're doing. <laughs> like, they know exactly what they're doing. Right? And they have all these props that are actually the same. Will this happen? And you realize, well, it's actually the same if you just word it differently. If this and that. Like, so, my whole, my, you know, and like I said, I learned from, and I've had big games where we've won, but uh, in Super Bowls. But don't make it where it's like, especially if you're not a fan of the team. I understand if you're a fan of a team, which it sounds like kind of crazy to say, because I'm not one of these people, oh, it's not, I'm not going to bet in my van. Like, I get it. Like, if the Buffalo Bills were in the Super Bowl, I'd just bet, like, you know, I'd probably go really crazy on it and just hope for the best, and it would be either, be either the best day of your life or the worst day of your life. One of those type of deals. But, you know, like, especially when it's not your team, don't do it. Like, I've had, like, crazy confidence in Super Bowls before and been wrong. I've been right. I've been wrong. But, you know, we're going to isolate. We'll have about, you know, 15, 20 plays, which is pretty much what we have for a typical Monday Night Football game. Because we crazy. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.